Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. Are you curious as to why some people can be close friends when they seem so different? Join us as we launch our premier podcast, Two Redheads Walk Into a Friendship. We'll hopefully entertain you with stories of how our friendship has lasted over 25 years, despite our differences in styles and opinions. Along the way, we'll offer up information and advice to help you build healthy friendships that can survive the test of time and change. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning, or good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Or good evening. Just depends. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Feeling, (laughs) feeling like this is going to be a good day. Well, here we are for our premier podcast. Yay. Hey, two redheads walk into a friendship. Friendship. (laughs) I love this topic. I'm so glad we're starting out with it. Absolutely. Um, You know, get to know us, get to know what we're going to talk about and get to know why we think we're pretty damn good friends. We don't know the numbers exactly, but it's somewhere between 25 and 30 years. That's why I'm not saying it. Exactly. And I would say it, but I'm going to kind of defer to you on this one and not allow them to figure out what your age is. And that is why we are friends. One of the many, many reasons. (laughs) Many reasons. Okay. Lori, here we go. Okay. For the rapid fire on our friendship. Where are we from? East Coast girl living in the Western mountains. I like it. And I guess I'm a horse country girl and I am now a official West coast girl. Yay. Yes. About we are much closer together away from the shore. So it's kind of fun. I think it's really interesting that we're not, I don't see us as outdoor girls. No. And no, both no. of us ended up in outdoor, very outdoor areas. Yes. And here's where our difference comes in. I was dragged here by my husband's job (laughs) and you chose your destination. I did, but it's so beautiful. (laughs) You know, even looking at it through a window, it's really pretty. (laughs) You know what? Looking out my window, I can see the mountains, which it is coming up on July and there's still snow on them. So I find that weird pretty some days, but other days I'm just like, really snow in July. I need to be on a beach. Yeah. But that's also a little bit of the part that I like about where I live, that Mm -hmm. I can go an hour and be up in the mountains and snow and Mm -hmm. go an hour and be at the beach. Yep. And I can be in a car for 15 hours and still not be be near an ocean. Sorry about that. But lakes, rivers, Ah, I know. I'm not big on the lakes. But we'll got, get to that. <laughs> but, but I no, I gotta say it. I had a leech stuck to me when I went camping one time in a pond or a lake or whatever it was. I don't know how you distinguish them. And I had a leech on me. And from that on, nope. Mm-mm. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Well, rapid fire number two. When did we meet? Okay. I remember freshman year of college. We were on the same floor of the same dorm, but I don't think we met there. I think we met in the theater group because we didn't, re- I didn't really go to any of the meetings on the floors. Um, we didn't have any of the same classes because our majors were so different. 
So it had to have been theater. And I remember us really being friends second semester. Did I get that right? I don't know. (laughs) With yes. Okay. You know, I, I believe in our, you know, ancient memory that that is correct. Okay. I got one right. Even though there's no right answer. (laughs) You're two for two. I may give you an A plus at the end of this. All right. What do we bond over? Oh, okay. Theater, pop culture, and when I introduced you to hockey. True. But I will also add friends. Yes, friends. And eventually Nathan Fillion. Yes. Yes, (laughs) we did. All right. What's, what would you say is the biggest difference between us? I, I'm going to just go with, with what I'm, I'm guessing is our religious beliefs. I would concur with that. Okay. That's just, I mean, it's not our biggest like point that would be argued, but I think it's our biggest difference. Mm-hmm. What's our biggest similarity? I am going to have to say sarcasm. Because I think we're hilarious and I don't think anyone out there is as sarcastic and as funny as us, but this, that's just my opinion. <laughs> we also have an amazingly overabundant use of quotes from pop culture. <laughs> that would be true. I guess that would be true. Yes. I will also give you points for that. So yay. Yay. Perfect. Wait, did I win? Do I go to the bonus round? <laughs> I didn't even prepare any questions for the bonus round. So no, I'm sorry you have failed. Okay. (laughs) No bonus round for you. So we finished out our rapid fire questions Mm -hmm. at this point. What about, well, this is what I was thinking, like just kind of go through our history, a brief history and time, if you will. (laughs) Picture it, Sicily, 1928. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were going to start with first came the dinosaurs. And they got all big and fat. No, I went straight to Golden Girls. I went straight to Sophia. (laughs) So I go straight to airplane and you go straight to Golden Girls. Okay, great. It's my spirit animal. No, I just, I just thought, um, you know, little background, little more background, little more in depth. Um, we met in college. I was attending for marine biology. You were for engineering, engineering, Yep. software engineering, software engineering. See, I I forget things. We both decided yeah. there's no better place to do math than on a beach. Mm-hmm. And then I know, so this is where we get ridiculous. And I'm just going to, we can say that because it was after college, I decided I need to move up to Philadelphia because my favorite hockey team is there. <laughs> and I've never lived there. I've been up and down the East coast, different States living, but never lived in Philadelphia. I had another friend who lived in Pennsylvania. So I was like, I'll have someone kind of nearby do this. And I wound up moving just across in Jersey. So right across the bridge. And then I convinced you somehow to move with me. It didn't take a lot of convincing if I'm not mistaken, because it was about the hockey team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and honestly, I had wanted to move up to the East coast and you just gave me a great excuse. Yep. And it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. And then I think what drove me away was that one winter storm. Mm -hmm. 
that mm-hmm. I drove through in my little, my teeny little car yep. and then got back to find my car buried under the snow that I had to yep. then dig out. Yeah. You were back in the, oh, this is yeah. snowy and cold. Yeah. No, this is snowy and cold and horrible. So yeah. no, I'm good. And I had the, the sad realization that's kind of still current in the world today that, um, as a single person on a fresh out of college income, I could not afford to live in New Jersey and have all the fun. So exactly. that we went our separate ways. I actually went back to the town that we were in college at mm-hmm. and moved there, met my husband, the rest is history. And then you just kept going farther and farther west. I did. I kept uh, traveling around to kind of find my area. I am very much a traveler by nature. And mm-hmm. so took up a couple of different jobs in different areas to kind of find my my zone and ended up in LA for many, many, many years. I loved many. when you were there. I loved when you were there. I got all that. I loved visiting when I was there. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Wish I could have come. I wish I could have come more often, but you know, kids. Yes, exactly. And then our lives took pretty different directions in that way, yes. which we'll cover in a later episode. Yes, we will. Yeah, we will. On maternity. But the thing about moving is, and this was pretty, this was, I mean, that probably my space was just coming out at this time. I don't know. Facebook was not a thing. And you don't no. do social media really right. anyway. So I feel like we didn't have to work to keep our friendship going, even without all the benefits of, of that type. Just because if, if I didn't talk to you for a month, because life was happening and I, at, at the time it was a phone call and then it was texting or right. an email, you know, it was, it was almost kind of much harder than a quick text or a message on, on something. So if it was a month or two and we didn't talk, I could still just call you up and be like, Hey girl, what's up? And, and I knew, I knew that you would not be like, well, where have you been? Exactly. There was, and that was more difficult. I think the kids, the kids today, wow. Am I giving away our age already? Please. But (laughs) they they don't recognize that, that it was difficult. We were in different time zones, so we would have to coordinate schedules for that. Mm -hmm. And then of course it was a phone call. And at least we had, you know, answering machines and that by that time. Voicemail. So yeah. we had to make a deliberate communication mm-hmm. between the two of us. Yep. So I just thought if she does call, great. And if she doesn't call, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I actually think it's technology that has pushed us in this other direction now. Almost. That says, oh my God, if they don't call or they don't respond to my text in like, you know, two minutes or something like that, then they hate me or something's wrong. My husband is always getting on me about that. If I get a text, I feel like I need to, I need to text right back. But and he's like, just stop, put your phone down. You're, you're like leaving the moment. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely disturbing your, your day and your plans. And exactly. you don't make that, that actual effort, mm-hmm. you know, or your effort is a quick like on a picture. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how many years of just liking something back and forth that you actually have never spoken to this person? I mean, it's, I love seeing pictures of kids and where people go and do, but I try to have that effort of this is great and actually saying something. Otherwise, it, are you still friends? I mean, 
you may not be enemies, but are you actually friends? Social media has pushed the limits on what you can call friendship. And I think it's, it really has opened that door too, for the, the disagreements, right? It's much Mm, easier to disagree with someone or inadvertently upset someone Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with just text, you're not seeing the person's reactions and you're not hearing the inflection in their voice. Mm -hmm. So you don't know if they're being sarcasm. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's very easy for people to unfriend each other Mm -hmm. as well. We're talking about, you know, if you haven't talked to me in three months, oh my gosh, why haven't you? There's email and text and phone calls and all of these different ways to get in touch with me and you just haven't. So you hate me. And then it'll be something something ridiculous about, I like Krispy Kreme. No, I like Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my gosh, what? I can't believe that. And then all of a sudden you're unfriending because you're arguing over which donuts are better. Obviously not a friendship you needed to be in. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I think we're going to get to that as we go on too. It's like, when is it time to actually move on? Disconnect. But on the other hand, social media can be a great thing. I have found people that I probably would have kept in touch with if it weren't for, I would have actually had to write them a letter or an email, or you've moved so many times your phone number has changed. So I have reconnected with a few people Mm -hmm. and it is much easier. I think- that I don't put too much stock into those Mm -hmm. because I I realize this is an online friendship at this point. So what you were saying, kind of what bridges that gap for you between just an online friendship versus a long-term friendship. And right. I mean, even as I'm, I'm putting together Christmas cards at the end of the year, I'm trying to think of friendships, business friendships, how close is a close personal friendship, online friendship, you know, are these people that you send Christmas cards to? Mm-hmm. How do you discern between the different types of friendships? That is hard. I have a Christmas list. Like we print out the labels. So every year as we're printing them out, my husband's like, is this updated? Are we still sending to these people? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, probably not. Uh, yeah, though. Yeah. Them. And that's, it's based on so much. Mm-hmm. Like, have they fallen off the face of the earth? Even after I've reached out, I have, I have someone that I did reach out to it during a good time. Like it wasn't like she's going through something bad. We were talking back and forth. And then all of a sudden it was like ghost ghost in the wind. And the funny thing is she's in my same town now. She wasn't before she's in my same town now. Oh my goodness. Okay. I thought, wow, this would be great. You know, I haven't seen you in years. We were very good friends. I thought I had answered some questions and I had said, you know, let me know when you get here. I'd love to, you know, bring by a, I don't know, some desserts or something as like a a welcome Mm -hmm. present. And I can help you out with, you know, if you need vets, doctors, dentist recommendations, and just, just not a word. Did it hurt my feelings? Sure. Am I going to sit and complain about it? No, because I I don't have that time and energy to put into that. Right. So yeah, I think that it's a piece of of identifying the different types of friendships that you might have, mm-hmm. right? Really have to do with the amount of energy that not only you are willing to put into it, but that the other person is willing yes. to reciprocate as 1, well. thousand percent. Yes. Absolutely. I have a few friends that I realized during, you know, the past two years, I just never saw them Mm -hmm. and those friendships fell apart. They were based on 
me needing to be with them place and go places and do things and have our children um, mm-hmm. as playmates. It, right. it wasn't based on anything heavier than that. Mm-hmm. Right. Those fell apart when I, when I, I stayed home and they stayed home and I stayed home much, much longer than other people after a while. I was like, got it. Right. You realized immediately. Exactly. Message received. This is a friendship that is based on the need to be together. Mm -hmm. And in this climate of today of what their views on what is safe and safe to do together and where to go and be is not, was not the same as mine. So in a way that kind of drove my decision too. Right. And so that's another thing about the friendship is definitely finding those people that you share the same values with, mm-hmm. right? And th- those values may or may not change. And then how far will you allow that to stretch right. before that becomes a toxic relationship? Mm-hmm. So in those particular situations, I mean, that was very COVID-based. Yep. And so- you know, the toxic relationship on that was trying to make sure that you were keeping you and your family safe as possible. Right. And I, you know, I did have, you know, um, again, differences in our, in our situations. I have children. I had a child who was not able to be vaccinated and similarities. Both of us have autoimmune disease. Exactly. we, We are compromised in that way. And I did have to be more careful than maybe some other people, or I felt you know, doing my research, reading, reading the studies, keeping up with things. I made the decision of what I felt was safe for my situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying what they did was wrong. Their situation is just different. Even if it causes a friendship to break down or end, you have to respect that. So have you outside of the, the natural kind of ghosting of the friendships mm-hmm. because of the COVID thing, have you ever had to dump a friend Absolutely. I have dumped family members. (laughs) There are just some people who have radical viewpoints that have no, well, this is why I think that behind their statements and it's a deal breaker. There are some things I just cannot be friends with. I don't get into politic battles. Mm-hmm. So to speak, I make my mind known mm-hmm. in, in places where I feel it's appropriate. But if, for example, what's going on in the world today, we'll use that as, as an example. If you're, if you are so behind something and, and so I'm for this, I'm for this. And what you're for is going to hurt me or another friend. And you don't give me any reasoning as to why that's a deal breaker. So that's, that's big. And then other people, again, I think, you know, I mentioned there's, there's smaller things. Am I always the one texting? And when they text, are they just texting back? Mm-hmm. That one, that, that one, I, I read that in a meme or something like, are they texting you or are they texting you back? Understand, right. You know? Something to look out for. Right. And it's, it's not a case of like you and me, like, oh, we don't talk for two months and then, then we can shoot the breeze all day. But yeah, sometimes radio silence is an indicator. Sometimes it is indicative, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes radio silence is an indicator. It's, it's almost like being ghosted mm-hmm. or it is being ghosted. And exactly. I know you, you've dealt with that situation recently. I did. Correct? I did because, you know, and I thought one of the easiest ways to end friendships, I feel is if you do move because mm-hmm. You don't have that constant FaceTime 
with the other person that you are within a certain distance to be able to meet with them, Mm -hmm. um, to have that kind of physical type of contact and relationship. So yeah, I actually used my most recent move to end a friendship. I was going to talk to that person directly and then I chickened out Mm -hmm. and just used the distance to be able to separate. It's harder now with technology because they can track you down in so many different ways to try to be able to get in touch with you. You know, I was only texting them back and then it was radio silence and it took a little bit, but then they kind of realized, oh, okay, then this is, this is over. And it was a natural progression because again, we are not in the same physical contact Mm -hmm. that we were before. Right. And it right. made it You're a little not bit bumping into each other at the store or exactly. at school pickup or um, not working together or not doing anything yep. along those lines. So it's mm-hmm. just much easier to, to be able to end the friendship that way. Mm-hmm. I wish I had been able to talk to her ahead of time and mm-hmm. just say, this is what's going on and say, I'm getting ready to move. It's going to be difficult for us to stay in touch mm-hmm. uh, and kind of leave it at that, you know, because yep. I think that's the better way to do it. Mm-hmm. than just ghosting somebody. Yeah. But I, agree. I live in the, the zone of the Buddhist mentality on this one. Mm-hmm. People and things come into your life when they're supposed to, and they leave when they're supposed to. Yep. It yep. was time. That yep. was meant to end. But like us, we keep in touch with each other. We go out of our way to make sure yeah. that we keep in touch. And even then, as you said, we still have very big spaces of time where mm-hmm. we haven't been in contact, but it doesn't make any sort of difference. Right. We're aligned. And I think, yeah, when, you, when you're holding on to something for too long or you're being hurt by someone for too long because of something they believe or that they're doing, that really takes a toll on your mental health. Absolutely. Your, your outlook, even if you're so angry or so sad about that, you're, you're going to take it out on your family. You're going to take it out on, on your body. It is not worth it. If you think it's a friendship you want to save, like, well, there's a possibility if working towards that possibility is going to run you down and affect your mental health, either put it on the back shelf for a while Mm -hmm. and see if you can come to that at another time. Just tell that person, Hey, I'm going through some stuff. You know, I, I, I might be, you know, uh, out of reach for, for a little bit. Exactly. Take you know, a break. Or, right. Take that break or just be like, no, I can't do it. This, this is, this is not for me. Every time we talk, we get in an argument and it's hard because you're like, I want to, my friend, oh my gosh, my friend, but no, your mental health is so much more important because everyone else depends on you and you have to be in a good headspace. It's like exactly. when you're on that airplane, what do they say? When the masks come down, put yours on first. And then put it on the child next to you or the person who who needs help. You have to make sure you're in a good place. If you're not in a good place, then how can that friendship be in a good place? And I would say to anybody, there are 6 billion people on this planet. You are not going to be friends with all of them. Nope. And that's okay. And it gives you a lot of room to say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to make new friends, can have a glut of friends, but you're never going to be wanting If you put yourself out there and you're true to what your values are, and you will find a very good, solid group of friends who support you, who are there for you, who, who boost you up. 
And if that group, it, that group could be two people, like, could be 10 people. It's always different. I have exactly. a core group. I have a core group of pretty much three people that I consider in the, the best friend or BFF or the bestie zone. I'm in there. You <laughs> Sorry. are, you are. <laughs> I'm owning that. I'm in there. You are, and you're you, in are my- you are the bestie. I have them labeled she has, she has, best yes. friend and BFF. They're all labeled. This is, this is like your and, wedding all over again. <laughs> yeah. And Everybody's got their label. You know what? Would I love that any of you lived near me? <laughs> Absolutely. Because none of you do probably the closest at like a 20 hour drive, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you've got to whittle it down. Keep, keep those who, who empower you, keep those who lift you up, keep those who you know that when you need it, they'll be there for you and vice versa. That's another thing. If it takes so much out of you to, to be friends with that person. And you're not getting the reciprocal. Exactly. And it's not like, well, I gave you a bottle of wine. You need to give me a bottle of wine at different needs. Mm-hmm. Maybe you lost a job and you need food and maybe they just need someone to vent to. Exactly. There has to be something in it for both of you that doesn't drain you. And I think another way that is a good way to create friendships and, and keep friendships alive and not get to the point where you want to end them or it's draining. A big thing is know your audience, know who that friend is, know what their values are, know what they like for an, ex- an example between us. And it's a big one is again, we disagree on religion. I am salad bar Catholic slash Christian, and you are non-religious. And if I'm having questions about my faith, or if I'm feeling really down about or doubting something in my faith, I can always vent to you, but I, it would be almost disingenuous. No, no. See, I wouldn't be disingenuous about it. I, yeah. I appreciate Unfair. Unfair. your faith. Right. Yeah. I don't have the context or knowledge to be able to provide you right. with spiritual guidance in that particular realm because I don't have the experience there. And my coming to you with that type of problem, I feel is unfair to you and unfair to the friendship. Again, I know you'll hear me out venting about anything, but if I do need someone to guide me or give me a piece of advice, I'm going to find a person who I am friends on that level with, because otherwise I'm trying to force something that isn't there. And I know you probably have some similar topics with, with me that we, they're not topics that need discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely wouldn't smaller topics, like you wouldn't come to me for makeup or hair advice. That's <laughs> never, ever going to happen. <laughs> okay. And I know that, and I'm comfortable with that. And if you were to, again, it would put me in a, in a bind in an uncomfortable situation because I, I don't have that type of information to give you. Right. I don't have that kind of, of support to be able to give you in that mm-hmm. particular area. And it's not that we never talk about things right. like religion. Right. We don't, we don't never ignore them. To me. Exactly. Right. We don't, we don't ignore them and keep them off the table. It's, it's more of just a generalized, Hey, this is going on. What do you think? And, and that's perfect. And we respect the opinions of one another, mm-hmm. even though they're right. so different. Exactly. Like if so. you came to me asking, Hey, can you do the transformation on this computer program that I've written? I'd be like, what <laughs> do I have to turn on my laptop for that? Okay. What does this delete button do? 
Yeah. So like, if you, came put to that? Me, if you came to me for any computer advice or, or knowledge or, or whatever, I mean, you have vented about work so often yes. and I'm like, I know nothing about what you're saying, but I nod and I feel, I, I hope I respond <laughs> appropriately. And I give you that sounding board. If there was a technical issue that I was encountering, I know which of my friends I would go to on that one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just general venting about work. Yep, absolutely. You've been there to just as a sounding board. You may Mm -hmm. not have any concept of what's going on, but sometimes that's also positive. But I think Lori's really correct here. Know your audience. Yes. Give them things that are empowering to them, Mm -hmm. right? Draw on their experiences. Exactly. If you are different politically, then do not go to political rallies with this person. Do not do not get into a heated discussion. Mm-hmm. Be like, I know that this is going to end in an argument and stop it there. If you value that person, you value them and their beliefs. Again, unless it is a deal breaker, you want to, just, you want to respect yes. their position, just yes. respect their position. Exactly. And, and part of respect is simply listening. Mm-hmm. You may yep. not agree with it, mm-hmm. but try to actively listen and don't try to change their mind. Right. Right. And that person may not, may not even need advice or even they'll say something. You're like, oh my gosh, I've been in the same situation. This is what I did. That is great. Sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes if they haven't been in the situation, but they're still willing to listen, that's awesome too. But just again, go to the right people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really going to keep you connected more. Like you just said, don't avoid it altogether, but a level of respect on each side is so important. I agree. Hey, yeah. More things we agree on. Yes. While we agree how to disagree on religion. I think more people need to do that. We've covered a lot today in our friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it has extended, you know, somewhere between 25 and 30 years. Again, we're not going to lock that down for friendship's sake. <laughs> so just recapping a couple of the tips today on creating, keeping, lasting, loving friendships throughout time. No, is to know your audience, know your friends, understand them, right? Mm -hmm. Respect them. But I'm challenging everyone. If you have friends that you don't know something about and you want to talk to them about, and you've been holding back because you weren't sure, go, go find out, investigate, do some research, and then you'll know. Absolutely. So always identify too, if this friendship is two way. You want to make sure that you've got a reciprocating behavior from the other person. They're not mm-hmm. just texting you back, but they're actually engaging with you. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't okay. have to be every day. Make sure nope. to give them enough space as well, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to call them every day. You don't want to text them all the time, or you might, that might be your relationship, mm-hmm. but make sure that it goes both ways. Yes, absolutely. It's give and take. And it could be give and take in, in different ways. For example, I'm texting you all the time. You prefer a phone call, you know? So if she doesn't text me back, I'm not, Oh, I'm going to sit here and stew about that. No, I know she'll call when when she's ready, or it just could be love languages. And I'm sure we'll get into that in in another show, (laughs) but someone doing an act of service for you, but you having words of affirmation for them, what you give may not be what you get in return. And you have to be okay with that because everyone has those different love languages. Just make sure whatever you're getting from the friendship is filling your heart with happiness and it's not dragging you down. And always protect your mental health. Yes, number one. 
very important. If you are not receiving the bonus out of this friendship, Mm -hmm. then you may need to look at protecting yourself and ending the friendship. Yes. A good way to realize that is, do you feel tired after talking to this friend or interacting with this friend? And don't be afraid to tell that friend too, Mm -hmm. if they are draining, they may not know that their behavior is affecting you Mm -hmm. in a negative way. Yep. So try to talk to them first. And if you can't work it out from there, you may have to end that friendship. Yep. And there are 6 billion people on the planet who may step up to want to be your friend. Yep. Absolutely. All right. We've covered off a lot today, but one of the things that we're going to do at the end of each of our podcasts is put it out to you, our listener. What are you going to do this week to strengthen your friendships, to create new friendships? I'll actually be reaching out to a friend who is one of my part-time friends who I've known since high school, (gasps) even earlier than Lori (laughs) on this one, and just to see how she's doing. Lori, what are you going to do this week to strengthen, create, or otherwise work with friendships? That's a hard one, just because I've got a lot going on this week, but I am planning on actually meeting up with one of the three aforementioned besties soon. Excellent. And I'm just going to get ready for that. We're, we're planning on meeting up in a different city. So make the arrangements, talk with her, get her input, get that Excellent. finalized. Well, Lori, I think my legs are getting tired today and we've had a really good walk through friendship. We have, we have, I'm, I'm also tired. I don't know if you know this, but I sat down and took a break halfway through. <laughs> On the bench, <laughs> on the path, yes. on the bench. I needed a break, but Excellent. I loved going on the journey with you. Absolutely. And I loved getting into our backstory and actually talking about it. Cause to us, it just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we've ever had to relate our story to no, other people. Not really. It was like a pleasant trip down memory lane. Absolutely. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you want to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or for a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, become a Patreon member so you can access those on our private Facebook group. Thank you for joining us on this week's Walk into Friendship. Unwind with us next week as we walk into self-care. We'll give you some great tips, tricks, and product ideas to nourish your body. For a sneak peek of next week's Walk Into Topic, click on the Instagram icon to follow us. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. For Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss mention or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing reviews of these products, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintoapodcast.com.